Hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are talking to actor Frank Riley, who I am so blessed to call one of my good friends. We talk about the various careers he's had and his experience on film and on the stage. Welcome to Beaming. So thankful you're here today because we have an excellent guest, one of my favorite people I've ever worked with on this planet. His name is Frank Riley, and we met a few years ago. We'll talk a little bit about where we met and how special that experience was. But first, thank you so much for being on the show, Frank. Oh, Scott, thank you for having me. You know, I tell you what, if I could turn red, I would. (laughs) I really appreciate those kind words. Um, you're one of my favorite people on this planet, and, and I mean that. It was a pleasure to work with you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll give you a chance. We'll, we'll talk about that and how we met and everything. I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself and tell us you know, what you've been up to, um, and we'll get into the details of your career and everything. But how are you today? And, and tell us a little about yourself. Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, My name is Frank Riley. I'm a local actor. I would consider myself a local actor in both the Washington, D.C. and Richmond, Virginia area because, you know, I've done work in both locations. I've been acting, you know, it's so funny um, how I came into acting was actually, it was a whim. It was almost on a whim. I was in high school, played high school sports, and I saw the drama club, this was in my senior year, I want to (laughs) say, they were looking for people to join a drama club. So it was some good looking girls that were in the club. So it was one of those things. I wanted to meet girls and I joined a club, but fell in love with the art itself. It it, it just captivated me and uh, just, just loved it. You know, the first time, you know, getting on stage and getting a reaction or a pop out of people. It's a, it's a rush, you know, it's like a, a fighter getting into uh, a fight in a ring or the cage or whatever. And you get that, you know, little rush adrenaline, you keep wanting more, wanting more, wanting more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's how that started. And then, um, you know, I did little things, you know, little various things like little, you know, commercials and some plays here and there. And then um, had got out of it for, you know, several years. What I wanted to do when I was in, I say, probably about 25, 26, I wanted to go up to New York or out to L.A. and really, you know, pursue it. So I said, well, I'm going to need some money. So I took on a job. <laughs> but the job that I took on, uh, I worked for five years. And that five years turned to 10, turned to 15, turned to 20, turned to 28, and then I retired. But near the end of that particular job, I started getting back into acting. So it was like having, you know, two full-time jobs, you know. Well, it was two full-time jobs. And then when I retired in June 1st, 2017, I, you know, got back into acting full-time. And, uh, you know, right now I'm just looking at various uh, projects, trying to, you know, get auditions now. Because, you know, with the COVID, 
it, it put a damper on everything. In, in fact, right before COVID, I was out in Roanoke doing Dream Girls. I had the part of Marty, and it was great. Um, I was out there for two and a half weeks, but I noticed a lot of the theaters were getting shut down. Of course, Broadway, Off-Broadway, a lot of regional theaters were getting shut down, and I knew it was coming, and we had a meeting. I'll never forget, we had a meeting on that Monday, and the casting director at Roanoke, who's a lovely person, Ginger Gould, I can't say enough good about her. You know, in fact, it tore her up that she had to, mm-hmm. you know, call this off. And they called it off. And, uh, you know, I, I went back to Richmond and just been, you know, laying low. There is a group. Uh, I have two friends that we get together on Tuesday and Wednesdays and we, you know, hone our chops. We read scripts and we talk about the business. So, you know, I've been trying to keep active in that sense, but stuff is starting to open up. So any aspiring actors or actors, actresses that, you know, want to, you know, continue with this uh, industry, you know, things are looking up. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. I think it's so important to do what you're doing by your reading group and working on your your craft because it's so easy to fall out of it like there are days when I wake up and I'm like was I even ever an actor like you it's kind of like you don't remember it was so long ago so to keep working on it and you have a very positive outlook and even though we're in the some of the darkest of times you're able to see that there is a future it's coming back and you're going to be ready for when it finally does. Yeah, well, it, it's like our industry is just like anything. Um, I think just like a uh, plumber or a uh, mechanic or a butcher, a doctor, engineer, you have to keep up on your skill set. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with acting. You know, yes, like you said, it looks dark right now because there's not, you know, many projects out there. But, you know, hone your craft, hone your skill, because, you, as you know, it's uh, it's competitive. Because I can tell you right now, it, it, there's other actors. They may be out of work, but they are working on their craft. For sure. You know, you keep up. So yeah, you got to keep up. It's a, it's a like you said, competitive, challenging business. But I think you're in it for a reason. We're all in it for a reason. I wanted to go back to. I feel like you've been in so many different career paths, and not not only career paths, but just find yourself in interesting jobs. And um, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. What was your career before you retired and moved back to acting? Well, I was actually, I worked all together 28 years as a police officer. Wow. And, uh, you know, that actually uh, helped with this, with this industry because you're dealing with people and you have to wear many hats. You have to play various roles. You know, you, you, you may have to play a, a, a babysitter. You may have to play a counselor, a marriage counselor. You may have to play a EMT, helping a elderly person that may have fell on a you know, ground. So it's different, you know, there's different roles in that sense. And then also when you go into court, you know, to testify, remember, you're in court in front of people. You're in court in front of the judge. You're in court with uh, attorneys, you know, people you know, in the court, the defendants, you know, and, and so you're, you're, you're constantly wearing different hats and playing that role. You know, your emotions change 
because in one shift, you may have to, as I say, go help an elderly person off the ground. And then your next call might be an armed robbery in progress. You know, two gentlemen with a gun, you know, you're staring down the barrel of a gun. So, you know, your emotions are changing. You're up one minute, you're down the, you know, down the next. You, you, you know, I, it is so funny. I look, I look at that now and I'm like, how in the world did I ever do that for 28 years? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a long time. It, it, it's it's how the heck did I, I I do that? I mean, you know, but I've been fortunate in a sense that I worked with you know really good people, and I also left it unscathed. Mm-hmm. You understand? I mean, I didn't have to hurt anyone. I didn't get hurt myself, so I was uh, very very fortunate. You know. You have others, you know, others that can't say that. So that's awesome how you can relate something you did for so long to now acting. And I mean, that's a, such a unique experience, I feel like, to be a police officer for that long and then get to carry that and bring it to each role you play in you know, sometimes probably a more serious way, but also I'm just thinking of when we met, the whole play was set in a courtroom. (laughs) So you were probably like right at home. (laughs) Well, you know, what's so funny. We, uh, Sky and I were in To Kill a Mockingbird. Phenomenal experience. Not just me, you, but all the other actors, Paul Donahue, Richard, uh, oh my gosh, we could go on and on. Brenda, I mean, amazing. Frank, the director, I learned so much from him. He was amazing. I think I don't even, that show I think was like, <laughs> there was a, a, bit, a larger hand bringing us all together there. Oh, of course, absolutely. Think, like that's just, I mean, it was just yeah. a life-changing experience. Olivia, who had, the, she was phenomenal. Uh, and she had a, it's a nice family, a mom and dad and our little sister. Just awesome. It was just a great experience. Yeah, it was so great. And everyone was so was so talented. Everyone brought something to that play. Yeah. Everyone brought something. There was something about that. And I still stay in touch with, you know, uh, people. And, um, yeah, I, I never forget. Uh, Sky, you were so shy. <laughs> When I first, when we first met, the first day of rehearsal, I could barely get two words out of you. I don't even, <laughs> I think I was just like nervous to like, I mean, I, I was a college, what, junior? Yeah, you were at George Mason University. Mm-hmm. And I had just been through a really rough casting experience where I was kind of like led to believe that. Uh, that I would be a part of a production and then um, didn't end up getting the part, which happens. But I was kind of like at a point where I hadn't been acting very much at Mason. And I saw, I mean, I was like, I just need to act like, am I even, it's, it's like one of those actor moments where you're like, should I even be doing this? Like if I'm not able to work on it and be in productions and get experience, like maybe I am lacking something that, you know, I'll never have. And so it was kind of a turning point for me where I was like, well, I will try again. I mean, like I knew this was my passion. There was nothing else. So I had to go out into the community. And um, when I booked this role and was met with such grace and just excitement from everyone on the team, I think I was just 
that, I mean, it changed my life. It changed my, my vision of myself and of the career I was choosing. And I, I realized that like there are good people everywhere. And sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's not where you think you'll find that support. Well, yeah. To piggyback off of what you said, as you know, I love this industry and I respect the business. However, just like anything, you have some fickle people. I mean, you and you, you do. But I think with you, the success that you brought to this production was that, and you know, it's amazing the character that you portrayed. You're nothing like. <laughs> you're Thankfully, nothing, you're. Nothing <laughs> You're nothing, nothing whatsoever. Like I said, you're shy, soft-spoken. This character was very, as you know, loud, brash, bigoted, obnoxious. And you actually were very respectful, too. See, sometimes in life, you get what you give off. You came off, you know, very respectful to everyone. Everybody respected that, respected you. Plus, you know, they respected your talent set, you know, your skill set. And uh, like I said, you know, we we connected because do you remember when we were uh, when it was our turn to go on stage? You and I always made eye contact and gave each other thumbs up like. Mm-hmm. Break away. <laughs> Hell yeah. And that became a habit with us because we did the show for about two months, I believe. Right. It was a long run. That was was the first time I'd ever done a show like that long. (laughs) Yeah. But, but Sky, you and I had this ritual where Mm -hmm. before we came on, Mm -hmm. we would give each other the thumbs up. Cause we came on in the second, I was, I was in like one minute of the first act and then like 90% of the second act. So like a lot, it was like sitting around in the first act. And then finally it was time to go on (laughs) and we were ready. Oh Oh, yeah. And I I never forget uh, just connecting with you. And then when we had the rap party, we talked and I met your uh, mom who was very lovely. Yeah. Very lovely. (laughs) And you, we talked and I, what did I tell you? Do you remember what I told you? I said, if you're not on Broadway, I am going to be pissed at you. You're, <laughs> yes. You're one of my biggest Broadway supporters. Oh yeah. And I meant that. Well, you know, and it's, it is so funny, you know, we clicked and then we hadn't seen each other and I was doing a student film at your college, George Mason. I'm walking in, you're walking out and we literally almost bumped into each other. And reconnected. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That was the best. That felt like just a perfect moment. And of course, my friend Juliet was with me and she knew who you yeah. were because she saw the show. And it was just so exciting to see you in like such a random place. I know. It was it was so funny. And I will say one thing, where you went to school, that had to be a great training ground because I did a couple student films at George Mason. I was very impressed. They treated us like, you know, they treated us great. Yeah. Uh, they're professional. They take it serious. And this was the film, the film department. And I'm sh- and I've heard the same thing uh, at the theater department as well. Yeah. So you're you were very fortunate, you know, to you know be in a, a setting like that. Like I said, I'm proud to. You know, to say that I was a part of that university as well. It was it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it's a great, both the departments are great and they do a lot of crossover and that's good. You get to learn from each other too. So that's, that's always a really great thing. And they're bringing artists in. They brought you in to be in their pieces to keep learning Mm -hmm. and producing their work. And we were given the opportunity or, you know, like I was able to fit into my schedule going over to Alexandria every night to be in To Kill a Mockingbird, um, which was, you know, struggles on its own. But the fact that I was able to work that into my schedule, they, I mean, they want you to get experience. Yeah. And that's amazing. I mean, you were in school full time and you were doing that play basically full time. Because remember, we had, gosh, we had a show every we had a show every night. It was, I think, Wednesday through Sunday, but then they added Tuesdays when it when it was like selling out. Yeah. So we basically, yeah, we had just Mondays off. Yeah, and I can't believe, like now when I think about that, I'm like, I'm tired just thinking about that. What was <laughs> I doing back then? <laughs> oh yeah, because especially your part, you you talking about emotions in that second half. You mm-hmm. you, know, you had to go from zero to a hundred, and then yeah. back down to zero. And then up to a hundred again, <laughs> but you killed it. You killed it. You absolutely killed it. Thank you. You know, thank you. We all learned so much. Yeah. You made people in the audience mad. So, you know, you did your job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I know people were so mad at Paul's character. They were oh, like, yeah. and you know, he's nothing like that. I know. He's like he's, the sweetest man. And <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's like a hipster. He's like uh, so very, another one, very soft spoken. He'll do anything in the world for you. You know, yeah. just a, you just a, he, he's a really good friend of mine. He's a, one, of, one of my good friends. So proud to say. He needs to come into town and visit us. Yes. Yes. We're going to get him. We'll work on him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, one of the things I learned from to kill a mockingbird was just how everlasting theater is and how you can go and have a career as something completely opposite of an actor, maybe like a police officer for 28 years and then come back to theater. Like it's always there. And it's for the talent that you've clearly carried throughout your lifetime. And then the other people we worked with, um, at Little Theater of Alexandria, it was just like, it was so refreshing to see that like people with whole lives and families and we've all walked such different paths yet we're all making time for the thing we love and the thing that, you know, pushes us forward, which was just like when you're in school and you're with, you know, 20 year olds who are all, you know, go, 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 like want to make this their life and everything. It's hard sometimes to see the very distant future. And that gave me a chance to see that no matter what it would be there and that you can make a whole life for yourself and it'll be there along the way or when you have time or, you know, when, when the timing aligns. So that was very refreshing. Absolutely. And see, the thing with theater, it takes a lot of discipline to do. It takes discipline. It, it, it's, it's, it's a hard discipline if you really think about it. Uh, not only, you know, just remembering your lines and actually selling it, selling the particular character that you are and, and bringing the audience into the story. It's, uh, it's time intensive. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, it's very time intensive. It's like, when I did two trains running at arena stage, 
You know, we did two productions. We did one out in Seattle, Washington. I was out there for three and a half months working actually six days a week, only off on Mondays because equity, that's the day off. Yeah. And then sometimes two shows and then back to D.C. for two and a half months and, you know, doing the same run. And like you said, looking at that, I'm like, holy cow. I know. it's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> Since we've been out of it for so long, I'm like thrown off by what that time commitment even is. But you were working so much when you when we were at Arena at the same time. That was so exciting. It was. I remember when I saw your name and I was like, everyone, my friend Frank is in oh. this show. Oh, I love And you were so good. Oh, my gosh. That show, probably my favorite show I ever saw at Arena oh, Stage. Thank you. Thank you. And I tell you what. Arena Stage, if I could just give a special plug in, I love those people at Arena Stage. Yeah, they're good people. Love everyone from Molly to, to Victor to, to everyone. The, the people that work the front doors that would let us in. Amazing. No. I mean. Yeah. No, everyone was, was so enjoyable. And you know what's so funny? Just with theater, just like with uh when we got done with To Kill a Mockingbird, remember how it was like a funeral at the party because we we were done? That's Everybody was like, <laughs> you would have thought we were at a funeral. Know. You know? <laughs> it was just so special. <laughs> it, it, it was. And the same thing, you know, at Two Trains Running. It was like, oh man, you know, this is it. And, uh, but, um, no, you'll find in this industry, you, there's a lot of good camaraderie yeah. with most people because I mean, you're you're around each other mm-hmm. for a good amount of time. Yeah, you get you spend and you're vulnerable with people and like exactly your everything is kind of out on the line when you're out on working a, on a show together. Oh yeah, it, it just like especially when you have a scene with a certain person, you know, you want to trust them, they want to trust you. You, know, you want to make them look good. They're going to want it. They want to make you look good. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's something else. Well, that is, a, I mean, theater obviously is, is kind of one side of acting. Another side I would love to chat about is the film industry. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your experience working on Harriet, the oh. like feature film starring, Cynthia Rebo, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, Omar Dorsey, oh God, Peters. Huge cast. Janelle Monet, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, it was What was that like? Where did they they filmed it here, right? They filmed it, they filmed it in the Richmond area. We filmed, let's see, my parts were filmed in Charles City County, Petersburg, Goochland. And Powertown, or different localities. And and by the way, between Virginia, North Carolina, and Georgia, there's going to be a lot of projects in, in, in these particular areas. So, you know, we're very fortunate yeah. to, you know, be where we are right it now. It's a good place to be. Well, that's that's so cool. What did what was um, what was the filming experience like? And and you, I know you've done film before, obviously, and commercials yeah, and stuff. But but, of this magnitude, yeah. And I will tell you, I got I have a funny story to tell you. When I booked the role, 
we had a table read. The first table read was at the um, oh, the big hotel in Richmond City, the Jefferson. So I'm like, I was so nervous. I'm literally was so nervous. My stomach was in knots because I saw the cast. You know, you get kind of intimidated. You're like, oh, my gosh, look at all these big time actors. I was so nervous. And, you know, as actors, you you start sometimes developing stupid paranoia. So I called my buddy, Gerald Ford. And I said, uh, Gerald's always a straight shooter with me. And I said, hey, I called him G. I said, hey, G, I'm so nervous. He's like, didn't you get the job? I said, yeah, but, you know, these actors, these are big time actors. Am I supposed to be here? He said, yeah, you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be there. They're supposed to be there. You know, just go in there. I said, but I'm nervous. He said, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's funny? I walked in. Everybody was so nice. I got hugs. I got handshakes. They welcomed me, you know, and it made me feel better because, like I said, I was so paranoid. And I'm thinking, I said, okay, I'm going to go in here, screw this table, read up, and I'm going to get fired. I mean, you start having crazy thoughts like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But just because, yeah, it's. I think I haven't had an experience before where it's been like, you know, super big names or anything. But the fact is, like like your buddy said, I mean, you got the job. You were meant to be there, and they wanted you for you. And that's it is I feel like it probably would be quite jarring though to be there with these new people and people you like have seen before yes you know it's so funny you see these people on tv you've seen them on a big screen and in Leslie Odom's case you see them on Broadway okay and other screens and you're like you're right there with them yeah you know it's like uh but you know they're such nice down-to-earth people um, that experience was amazing. I learned so much also about that particular part of the industry. And, uh, you know, that also takes discipline as well, to, you know, with the, with the film, because you're going to have downtime on set. You may get to set, say, um, four o'clock and you may not get, well, you get on set at four and you're waiting in your trailer for say several hours so you have to literally occupy your mind you know but also like stay in the game you got to stay in the game you got to stay you know well my character was joe who was one of the freedom seekers you know runaway uh, slaves so you know i've got to stay in that mindset that you know i'm in danger uh i'm scared i want freedom you know even though I'm not, you know, doing my role right now, but I still have to stay in that mindset because they can call you at any time. Yeah. And then when you get that call, it's like, hey, Frank, all right. And they, you get in the shuttle and they take you to set. And then you're like, okay, here it is. You know? Oh my gosh. I'm getting oh. like goosebumps just thinking about it. Oh gosh. Then, you know, it's, it's a different world because it takes everyone to make a successful production. I mean, from the grip people, the grip people were amazing. They're usually there before we get there and they're there after, you know, that's true. They're, they're amazing. The caterers, the people that serve us food, amazing. The food was phenomenal and they were 
they were phenomenal people as well. And then you got to think about the stunt people, the stand-ins, you know, the stands, you know, they, they work their tails off too. They're there all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Stand-ins have a hard job. Yeah. And it's such, that was such a big production in the sense that, yes, there was all these various cast members, but you may not even see them, you know, because you're shooting different days. True. Yeah. You know, but I did get to, you know, like I said, meet and, and chat with many of them. And it was, you know, it was, it was, it was awesome. Leslie Elder Jr. is, uh, he's a really nice guy. Oh, good. <laughs> he's, just as, he's just as nice as he is talented. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. And Cynthia Rebo, too. I can't say enough good about her. Oh, my gosh. She is an amazing woman. And let me tell you. She works her tail off. You know, she would actually exercise before she shot. She would either ride a bicycle or run. Uh, it, that's her running through the woods. All that stuff. You, yeah. That's her. Yeah, I don't know. If I met her, I might not be as as calm and collected as you were. I oh. might faint or something. <laughs> oh, she, she, she's a triple threat because she can sing, dance, and act. Well, uh, you you remember her from the color purple? I I know I've I've watched like all the clips you could find online, but I didn't I didn't see it on Broadway. But oh my god! Yeah, and uh, she, she's incredible. And she's been killing it. She's been working uh, since Harriet. She's been working right much, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah. oh yeah, that's so exciting. Well, that's an experience that you'll definitely get to take with you, and oh. yeah. So yeah, it, it was great. And uh, another guy that I met was really nice. Joe Owen. Joe, Joe Owen. Oh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, the guy is so talented. You know, he's British. Yeah. But he, he spoke in a perfect uh, American Southern accent. He was phenomenal. Really nice guy. Yeah. Too. I've heard he's very nice and like quite like, soft-spoken too yes he's nothing like that character that's what's so amazing he he's almost on the shy he's, he's kind of like you a little bit in the sense that he's a little on the shy side okay <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i don't know if anyone any one would consider me shy except for you <laughs> <laughs> well but you it takes a minute but you're right maybe it starts off a little bit more quiet <laughs> Yeah, that's Taylor Swift's uh, boyfriend. In fact, I just saw him uh, this past holiday, uh, past Christmas. He was in um, a Christmas Carol TV movie. Oh, and he played what did he say? Played Bob Cratchit, and he did a great job. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm, I th- feel like I've seen his name everywhere recently. So he's must be doing well for himself. He's doing well, and I think he's back and forth. He he spends time in the uk and he spends time here so yeah he's all he's another one that's a like cynthia and and leslie odom and all of them he's a very hard worker also yeah yeah, yeah. well that's awesome that's that's great that you got to meet those people and just be on the set of like a film like that and right behind like right next door i mean it's in your town in my, that's, yeah that's really oh cool. my, my commute was crazy oh my commute took all of you know, 20 minutes. <laughs> That's nice. That is nice. I mean, some of these places like around here in Virginia are just beautiful. I mean, like you drive out of the city for 
20, 15, 30 minutes. And it's like a whole nother world, a perfect place for oh, a movie, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, just even like uh, I live in a city, Richmond City. Um, and even when you, like you said, when you get into some of these surrounding counties, it's a different world. It really is. You know? Yeah. Pretty crazy. Well, I am wondering if you wanted to talk about just, you know, post-pandemic future dreams, career goals, aspirations. Oh, What's God, on the horizon yeah. for you? Well, I tell you, I don't know if I told you, and I, I don't want to give too much into it, but I'm, I'm writing a film myself. Okay. Yeah. You know, so that's keeping me busy. I'm just keeping an eye out for different projects to see, you know, what would fit me and what I can audition for. And um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to open up, but see, here's the thing I will tell other actors when it opens up, there's going to be so much work, you know, they're not going to have enough actors to fill these jobs. That, that, that would be great. <laughs> if yeah. we all had a little spot out there. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. It, it's uh now the theater. I, I don't. I don't know when theater is going to open back up. That may that may not be until the end of this year. Uh, what I'm hearing, mm -hmm. yeah. But as you know, in the D.C. area, you know, for any aspiring uh, theater actors, D.C. area is great. I mean, you know, you've got so many stages up there, and you know, you got a lot of you got a lot of talent up there as well. Um, I loved it. Uh, you know, I loved being in that area for the theater. It was great. Yeah. And I think you're right that all these theaters are probably just so ready to have actors in their spaces again oh, sure. and projects. So sure. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, when it's back, it'll be back and everyone will be rearing to go. Yeah. In the meantime, like I said, I'm just, you know, uh, getting with my friends and, working on my uh, craft and just, just trying to, you know, stay up uh, on various things, uh, practice monologues, you know, uh, you know, you, you get certain monologues that, that you like to work on. Yeah. I should work on some monologues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot because it's, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's time consuming. Yeah. But once you have that monologue down, I mean, it's it's great, mm -hmm. you know, comedic one, and you could do a dramatic it's one. Part of the part of the situation, you gotta know oh, yeah. monologues. <laughs> oh, yeah, and in the meantime, I'm just really trying to, you know, be careful and be cautious. I'm not, you know, not trying to sound paranoid, but I'm not trying to get into really big groups of people in a real big group thing, just because, like I said, you know, it, it's funny, this pandemic, it came almost, I don't want to say like out of nowhere, but we heard about it going to different parts of the world. Next thing you know, boom, it's, it's here. And just everything just got turned upside down. Yeah. We're so close. We're, we're just so close to getting help and for everyone getting the vaccine and it'll take a long time, but you know, we can hang in there and have the hope and the, knowledge that we're moving forward <laughs> yeah, yeah which is important to keep people sane. That's, that's the way we have to look at it because remember it's uh 
you know, as an actor, you always want to be involved and, and be working and stuff like that. But this is something that's beyond all of our control. You know, this is something that um, we can't help. You know, we could, but, you know, it just, yeah. you know, we're dealing with it and uh, we'll get through it. Yeah, we will, for sure. And I'm excited to just see all that you do in the industry. So I would not have such a talented actor on the show without asking him about some of his favorite roles. So here is... Frank's faves. I wish I had like a little jingle or something that would make it more exciting. Um, but I would love to hear from you about just what some of your all-time top roles have been. Well, I loved in Two Trains Running. I loved playing Hambone. Oh, Hambone was a, I think he was actually homeless. He was a mentally challenged homeless person, uh, but I loved playing that because I had the sympathy of the audience, tried to bring something different with the character, you know, even, you know, maybe just a little bit of humor. That was one of my favorites. Also, I love playing Reverend Sykes and To Kill a Mockingbird. That was a good role for you. That's a, you need that same kind of heart for that role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And I loved it. And of course, I love playing Joe. In Harriet. Now, I will tell you this, guy. That was a physical role because I, too, had to run through those woods. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> all the freedom seekers, they were all in their 20s. Yeah. So I was running just to try to keep up with them, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You talked about sore. Oh, I enjoyed that role. Uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun because... The language is different. You know, I could talk in a Southern accent anyway, because I mean, I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. And my, my dad grew up in Mississippi. Mom grew up in mm-hmm. South Carolina. So I can, you know, do that kind of talk. But having to run through the woods, then deliver my lines after being <laughs> tough, <laughs> you know, but it was it was a great role. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And if I do it all over again, I wouldn't change a thing. That's great. Well, I'm glad we got to hear the backstories of all of your favorite roles. Oh. Because, I mean, I'm lucky to have seen them and know how how much talent you brought to each one. So. Thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you, Frank. Well, I tell you, I just want to say, you know, well, thank you for having me. Uh, you have such a great platform because you too are not just a talented artist but just a a a nice person as well so you know i wish all the best lunch is on me next time oh thank you i can't (laughs) wait i am so glad that we set this up and i've known from the start of you know thinking of who i want on the podcast that you would be an amazing person to talk to and you are so i'm so excited for my audience to learn about you and then get to follow along on your journey your career that will be long and fruitful i'm so sure of it so i'm glad we're in the same place now that we can see each other (laughs) yay thanks frank thank you 
Thank you so much for tuning in to my conversation with Frank today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you go to the Beaming Instagram page if you haven't followed us already. We'll be announcing a giveaway this week, and I do not want you to miss out. Have a great day. Bye-bye.